Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Oh, don't behave now, Joy Taylor. We saw you off camera. We saw you off camera. Oh, we appreciate y'all for watching this show. This is Speak. Welcome in, family. It's about to be a blast. I am Amanda Lacho, but more importantly, on the far end, Slick. Rick, the Buker Slick. I like the pattern with the suit, with the button down. I like what you got going over there. Oh, 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 oh. okay. okay. GQ. I Are those hunting shoes? Uh, anyway. <laughs> I can see from here. Oh, I can see. Oh, no, now you got to do the stretch. I can see. You got, are you going to stretch? Nah, be, 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 don't sleep. Don't sleep on the beach. <laughs> that better not make me stretch on this. <laughs> <laughs> All-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. To my left is the brilliant Dr. Joy Taylor. We're having some fun. Glad y'all are here. Let's get right to it. Aaron Rodgers, he is set for his first season on the Jets. We cannot wait. Now, if you all recall, Tom Brady, another future Hall of Famer, he switched teams late in his career. Well, get this. Jordan Whitehead, he played for both Brady and now he plays with the Jets for Aaron Rodgers. He said, quote, it's kind of like deja vu. And we all remember Brady won a Super Bowl with the Bucks. Sometimes on sports shows you hear people talk ignorant and arrogantly, but LaShawn McCoy played for the Super Bowl championship Bucks, so I cannot wait to get his opinion. You should also wait anxiously for that. Shady, I am expecting Rodgers' results in the Jets, like Tom Brady got with the Bucks. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm expecting those results. Will they happen? I don't know, but I'm expecting it. The reason I'm expecting it, when I look at Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets and I look at Tom Brady joining the Bucks, at this junction in time, I say to myself, wait a second, that should happen. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a defense that has Quinnen Williams, defensive lineman. I remember the Bucks. you all had Vita Veda, incredible defensive mm -hmm. lineman. Aaron Rodgers is going to have C.J. Mosley, linebacker. I remember the Bucks. Yeah. you all had Levante David and Devin White in the linebacker room. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a young cornerback in Sauce Gardner. I remember you all had Antoine Winfield, a young cornerback, and your secondary was entirely young when you talk about the entirety of it in totality. At running back, at this juncture in time, you got Brees Hall. You know what he is. Mm -hmm. And running back at this junction in time, the Bucks were still trying to figure it out. They had acquired you to be the leader, but Leonard Fournette was not yet there. Mm -hmm. At the wide receiver room, at this junction in time, you have that Garrett Wilson beast out of Ohio State Rookie of the Year. But when I think about what the Bucks had, the Bucks had Mike Evans. Bucks had Chris Godwin, but they didn't have Antonio Brown at this junction in time. I'm expecting the same thing. Will they win a Super Bowl? I think the path will be harder, obviously. But the last thing I will remind you, because you might have been too far in the forest to see the trees, you all started 7-5, and five, won your last eight games, and won a Super Bowl. 
The Jets last year started 7-5. and five. The difference, the Jets lost their last five games and just completely fell out the wayside. So I do not think these situations are that different. That's why I'm expecting similar results. And this is why I love to talk about sports with our eyeballs, not with the numbers and not with players <laughs> on the sheet. First of all, I don't expect any quarterback to have Tom Brady results. I mean, Adrian Patrick Mahomes is getting close, but he's still, like, some ways away. So let's just take that. In Tampa. In but Tampa. I, I, I'll say this. I do think that the, that the Packers, or I'm sorry, with the Packers, the Jets will have some type of good results. Yeah. But to say Tom Brady with, with the Bucks type results, I don't hmm. expect that. Hmm. Everybody wants to talk about how Matthew Stafford came to the Rams, they got a championship. Mm-hmm. Brady goes to the Bucs, get a championship. It's different. When I look at the Jets' supporting cast, it's very, very good. Also young. The Bucks, the year before Brady got there, you know they were top three offense. Mm-hmm. People don't know that. They were top three offense. Season. You have Mike Evans, who, I mean, you kind of said it, but let's say it. You got Mike Evans, yep. you got Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And well, say what you want, we did get uh, uh, Antonio Brown. Yeah, we had see. Gronk. So when you put them type of players up with Tom Brady and that culture, that was destined for success. Where the Jets, they got some young guys. Gary Wilson's a hell of a young player. Mm-hmm. A lot of young talent but not on the same level as the Chris Godwin and Mike Edmonds and Antonio Brown at that time. Right? The Rams. You talk about Cooper Cup. He's a three-crown winner for a reason. Crown. Right? And then you have Avon Miller, top dog. And then you have Anthony, uh, um, um, Aaron Donald. When you look at the team like that, they have so many star players that, that if, if Matthew Stafford didn't play well, they still have a chance to win them games, which happened in the playoffs and late in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I just can't say he's going to have a, a type of, of – Tom Brady results. That's just, that just sound, it just stakes on my tongue. <laughs> Shady, three years Tom Brady, he won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He went to the playoffs, I believe. He won a playoff game. Always been in the playoffs. And then went to the playoffs yep. again, Always. and they, mm-hmm. they got bounced. Yep. You don't think Aaron Rodgers can have that? I don't say whatever order. I'm not telling you oh, that you're okay, 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 okay. But, like, when oh, I think okay. about the totality right. of overall, it. Overall. Overall. You don't think do, Aaron Rodgers yes. can have that? Uh, okay, so I apologize. When I read that, I just seen, oh, like, Aaron Rodgers. Can he win the Super Bowl year one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's going to win the Super Bowl okay. year one. I don't think yeah. they're going to do that. But I, I do think he has success there. I, they could potentially, in the next three years, two to three years, depending on what, how long he plays, mm-hmm. they could win a championship. They could compete for that. So I would say yes, in that sense. In that sense. I didn't know you was... Bigger picture, okay. you would say yes. Because everybody's like, right it's like, if you don't win it the first year, they write you off. I feel off. you. I feel well, you. Well, if you don't you. win it the first year, then you didn't have Tom Brady results. It depends how you look at it. Yes. I don't look I at look it like that. Factually, factually, yeah, I don't factually, Tom Brady went to the Bucks and won a Super yeah. Bowl in his first year. Factually, Matthew Stafford went to the Rams and won it in his first year. Right. So those so are the results. So yeah. those are the results. Yeah, I don't care. Personally, I don't well, care I when you win the results. Yeah, if you, yeah. I don't care when you win it. If you win it, to me, that is winning a Super Bowl. But I totally get it. If you wanted to done in the first year, you expect the results. No, I don't expect the Jets to win a Super Bowl this year. If they do, I'll eat the crow sandwich. But no, I don't. I don't expect that. I don't think that the Jets are anything like the Bucs. I, I think it's incredibly unfair to the rest of the Jets to compare them to what the Bucks were. Mm. I know everyone sees it as a very dramatic situation because it was. It was super dramatic until Matthew Stafford went to the Rams right. and they did the same thing. Yeah. So I think it will be somewhere between Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. Now that's a Ooh, that's like big gap. It's like a lot of space. Day and night. It is day and night. But that's <laughs> what we've seen. We've yeah. seen two, obviously the greatest of all time, and a high-level quarterback go to a new place and immediately win a championship in year one with that new team. And then we saw Russell Wilson, who was a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, somebody that we still thought was at the top of the league, have a terrible situation. The Jets are not the Bucks. Robert Sala is not Bruce Arians. Mm. 
They had two receivers coming off of 1,000-yard receiving yard seasons before Tom Brady joined them, and then they added Antonio Brown. Yeah, nah, good point. Yeah. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown is a fringe Hall of Famer. Forget what's going on now. That year with the Bucks, that's what he was. Rob Gronkowski, anyone? Hmm. Pretty good player. He came with Tom Brady. They had a top 10 offensive line when they joined the Bucs. They had the seventh ranked offensive line when he joined the Bucs in 2020. Mm. Offensive line, pretty important. Yeah. You know what the Jets were last year? 31st. Aaron Rodgers is going to want a pretty solid offensive line. He needs one. Not very mobile. In order for him to do what he needs to do, they have to play at a high level as well. The Jets are just, they're just not similar. And then you look at the, at the, the vision what were the Bucs going up against? The Bucs were going up against 41-year-old Drew Brees, the Falcons, coming off back-to-back losing seasons, and Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers. Yeah, bad division. That yeah, is division. not yep. what he's going to be dealing with in the AFC East. So I, I think it's – Or like, AFC. Yeah, correct, yeah. correct. We haven't Lesser even expanded conference. to the conference. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's a, very, it's a very tall task. I do think that they are in a position to make the playoffs if they play at a high level. But also, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is Tom Brady leader, as a leader. Here's my thing, though. The reason I, I have trouble with this is because I don't like having revisionist history or hindsight bias. Okay. When Tom Brady joined the Bucs, we did not proclaim the Bucs to win Super Bowls. We didn't. You were in it, so I don't know if you know. But on the outside looking in, I know I didn't. Dang. And the reason I didn't, were we close away? Oh, no. I, I thought y'all would have a chance. Okay. But remember, like, the Bucs started 7-6. and six. The Bucs got, y'all were there. Let me not say the Bucs. Y'all got mollywopped by the Saints. Mollywopped. So, so, so Twice. That's, so, why, that's why I talked about, about the records and, and on paper because a lot of them games that we did lose early, a lot of them were injured. We lost to the, the, the Chicago in Chicago. Mm-hmm. There was no running back available. And if you recall, there was no wide receiver available. Yep. Um, Antonio Brown was just getting back, yep. right? Godwin didn't play. And, uh, and Mike Evans was hurt. He, he had, he had a, 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 um, a play count. Remember all the turmoil, though. That was when Tom Brady, I believe, forgot it was fourth down. Mm-hmm. And so everybody was saying, like, oh, man, does yeah, Tom but, Brady yeah, this? Does, I mean, I'm talking on the outside. Yeah, you know, and insider what information. They what turned happened, it around. Shady? You got into the bye, and what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then they, they changed a little bit of the offensive play calling. They Correct. gave more of it uh, to Brady. Correct. And they put it together. So Arian's offense and, uh, and um, Tom, stuff, some things mm-hmm. he did in New England, mm-hmm. put together. So the greatest player of all time with his leadership ability and knowledge of the game paired with an offensive head coach who had years and years and years of experience. And Brian Leftwich. Let me not leave him out. Mm-hmm. And Leftwich. Yeah, yes. Good. Came together, mm-hmm. and then they got a Super Bowl. No doubt about it. And we were nice. Oh, that's nothing real quick. We were nice. We were a good team. When I got that team, I'm like, dang, all this talent? In the playoffs, some games, Brady didn't really play that well. Mm-hmm. The defense kind of carried a little Here's bit. my thing, though. The team I, was really, really I good. I personally, at minimum, Slick, I see that talent on the Jets. The reason I do, Ooh. I see three. Now, mind you, I play defense. Ooh. But I see three all-pros, hard to do, on defense. Sure. I see those all-pros, two of them being veterans, a 26-year-old Quinnen Williams, a 29-, 30-year-old C.J. Mosley. I see one of them being one of the best cornerbacks in football right here, right now, although he was a rookie in Sauce Gardner. Okay. Beast, beast, beast. You think that, real quick, this... You think that defense is better than the Bucs defense that year? Going at this point in time, absolutely. Ooh. Remember, that Jets defense was top four right now. That Jets defense is coming off a top four season. I'll, I'll give you the defensive side of the ball. Mm. But there's not the same offensive talent. Yeah, agree with that. I mean, Garrett Wilson versus Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Like, you don't, yeah, have, you don't have a Gronk, right? It, yeah, it, that's a good point, yeah. Um, uh, Brees Hall, do we really know? I mean, we think. I think he's the real deal, though. Okay, he's but, injured, but he's injured. You're right. But we, we need to find out. There's some question marks that need to be answered. But here's that. I'm, I'm going to go you one more. Like, I, I agree with 
everything that Joy said in terms of the comparison of the talent and also the difference between the divisions and the conferences yeah. and what they have to go through to get there. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also, uh, I, I will go further and say, I don't expect the Jets to win a Super Bowl in the next three years or however long Aaron Rodgers is there. Because here's the other great distinction is he's getting paid full freight. He's getting paid $50 million. Tom Brady was paid 25 and they uh, orchestrated it so that they're hit, taking the hit now. They pushed it down the road. So they really weren't taking a hit during his time there. That's going to come to bear. Uh, the way they set up Aaron's is they're not taking the hit this year so they could keep what they have. Yeah. But going forward, I don't expect them to get measurably better as a result of that. It's just the dynamics. Only thing with the money is they're, they're a young team. Correct. Where I feel like with, with the Bucks, we're a little older, so we had to add some pieces. But they got a lot of pieces already there. They don't have to get measurably better on the outside, because I agree with you. Yeah, the don't. question is, can their players on the inside get measurably better? Yeah. Can their running back, Brees Hall, when he goes from year two to year yeah. three, get yeah. measurably better? He's one and two right now. Can Sauce Gardner, can Garrett Wilson, can those guys get Office measurably line. better? Offensive line. That's nothing. Our offensive line was super good. Right. They were ranked seventh in the league. Yeah, when Brady they, they got were, and then we added on. We brought Tristan on as a rookie that year, and he's one of the top, top tackles in the league right what, now. What's so. the best, to me at least as a defender, the greatest thing for an offensive line is a decisive quarterback. If that quarterback gets the ball out, which is why the Patriots' offensive lines, as good as they were on paper, to me they were never that great on paper. But if Tom Brady getting the ball out in 2.3, you ain't getting I mean, nowhere. The okay. Patriots were coached by one of the greatest offensive line, offensive line coaches in history. No doubt about it. I'm not taking that away from That's what they say. I'm just saying you get, that, say. you get that ball out, you I'll can let, make a bad I mean, let Brady line. tell it. Brady hit the ball off so quick, I mean. You know what I'm saying? He get the ball so well, quick. Well, let's not even this. compare anybody to Brady, like you said. I'm I don't, not, I don't, I don't even do need that. to compare anybody to Brady. And we're talking about... 31st. Yeah. Like, and from everything that I've seen, I don't know that they've made any sizable but here's, or notable here's, here's my only issue with that is, if your quarterbacks are Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and Mike White, right. your offensive line will be bad. So if they're half as halfway better than they were last year, they're middle of the league. It's not about, when you look at offensive line rankings, okay. offensive line rankings are typically predicated upon sacks, and sacks are not always an offensive line problem. The yeah. same thing with the Bears and Justin Fields. Everybody keeps talking about how bad the Bears O-line was. Bears O-line was not great. But if you have a decisive quarterback, a la Joe Burrow, when the Bengals O-line was legitimately bad, yeah. Joe Burrow's still like, okay, you know what? Y'all are terrible. This ball got to come He out. also yeah. got sacked 70 sacked times, two 70 years. times and yeah. got his knee blown I'm up. talking about last year. Last year when Lyle Collins went out. But they also made line, a significant contributions to the offensive line after that happened to Joe Burrow. Correct. Like they didn't but, just leave it. But those players got hurt. I'm yeah. talking about in the middle of last some, season. Had, yeah, earlier last year, they had some issues with the line. Offensive line was not so-called. If you can get the ball out. Now, I, I don't think Rodgers will win in year one. I'm with Joy on that. I don't think Rodgers will win in year one. I'm with Shade on that. How many years year do you one. think he has to win? I think he has three. I think you he think he's three. going to play for three more years? Because he's, he's not under contract think, for three more years. Well, it's for two, two, right? He's under contract yeah. for two. I, I, I can see him. I mean, in two years, I got a good, uh, uh, a good push for it. I think they can get it done. It'll so, be yeah. interesting. The only it's going to be hard anyway. You in the AFC, it's going to be yep. hard. If, if, if Aaron Rodgers is nobody had Chris Godwin, if he had Michael Evans, Mike Evans, it's still going to be hard. Yep. This is a hard division. Yeah. Division and, and, and you in the AFC. So it ain't just that easy to say, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl like, like the Rams did, like the Bucks did. But I do think they'll have a chance. The next two to three years, I can see that. Them young dudes older, I mean, come on. Interesting thing about y'all, y'all had a hard route. Because yeah. it's not like y'all had a bye. It's not like y'all was rolling. It's not like, like y'all had a hard time. And, and they had you know, Brady. Brady. Like, yeah. to me, when we look at these situations, all of the situations, the, the 
the Bucks, the Rams, the Broncos, and the Jets, they all have very, very, very different scenarios, very different rosters, very different runs, and very different uh, – points of adversity throughout the season and the reasons for overcoming them or failing are very obvious to me. I mean, we're going to find out how bad if it's really Russ or not, but having a first-time coach in that situation, I think, played a lot into it with Nathaniel Hackett with Russ. But you had a team with Sean McVay, who in my opinion is the best coach in that division and one of the top coaches in the NFL, and they were just in a Super Bowl loaded with, with talent, the best defensive player of all time. You had and, and a solid wide receiver. And the Bucs, every situation was different. When you compare the Tom Brady and the Bucs yeah. to the Jets, to me, all of that other stuff, you can talk about talent and all that. Shady's talked about it a million times. Brady galvanized that team. Yeah. That's not what Rodgers is. You guys face real adversity. You, ha- you are not where but, we, but you, want, back, you wanted to be I, at the bye. I, I don't know if, if Matthew Stafford is that type of leader like a Tom Brady. I yeah. think when you, have that much t- nah. when you have that much talent around you, though, like, like Odell Beckham was your number two. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second, though. Mm-hmm. He was your yeah. number two guy. He was getting crazy, super busy in the Super Bowl as a number two dude. Then you add on Cooper Cup, like, yeah. and then on defense. You had dudes. That's so, what I'm, that helps. Dude. I'm curious about with Tampa. Dudes. You had so many veteran guys. Yeah. How much was this is our maybe our last best chance to go get a ring was a motivating or galvanizing mm. factor. We got Tom Brady. We haven't seen it. We don't know how much time we got. Right. Like, we got to go get it now. That's, that was never the thought, right? But what I can say about being around vets from the championship with them compared to the Chiefs is older team. So, like, you don't need as much big Maybe leadership, shit. you know, conversations and yelling. You don't need that because, first of all, it's Tom Brady. He demands all the respect in the building. And then you got veteran players that just want to win. Yeah. So some things that coach don't even have to say because we all are dialed in mm. compared to maybe some teams where I feel like the Chiefs is younger. Or the right? Jets. Right? We, we, we got a lot of talent. Andy Reid is, a, is, a, is a, one of the best coaches. Patrick Mahomes is still young. He's emerging as that leader. But it was more like, okay, we're young. Like, we got down like three times in the playoffs, but 20-some points. All right, let's start playing. Are you ready to play? Let's go. <laughs> Compared to Brady, he's not going to let that thing happen like that. Oh, yeah. what, what we doing? I give, I give, he give Mike a look. Okay, you're right. My bad. You see what I'm saying? It's like accountable for, for all of us compared to one person mm. making sure everybody's in line. Really well said. Really well said. Well, from one champion to another, we got to talk about LeBron James because reports are saying he has grown frustrated with his co-star, Anthony Davis. Oh, we got to weigh in on that one. I mean, can you blame him? Shock. Can you blame him? I hear you. Remember, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Hey college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Okay, get this, y'all. There might be trouble brewing in L.A. with the Lakers. Now they lost in the Western Conference Finals, but a report says there's a power struggle going on between LeBron James and general manager Rob Palenka. But that's not all. It went on to say LeBron might be getting frustrated with Anthony Davis and is over their relationship. That is a report, not LeBron's words, but word on the street. Joy, do you think LeBron James should be frustrated with AD? It's a tough time for him to be frustrated with AD, right? Like, this is the best that AD has played since the bubble. (laughs) He was available, came up really big in the playoffs. I mean, when LeBron was out, we were like, is AD going to step up? Mm -hmm. Is he finally going to be the guy? And he did. I mean, these pairings don't last forever. Mm -hmm. And, of course, if you get swept in the Western Conference Finals, there might be a little bit of animosity going into the postseason, even though Mm -hmm. I think it was a a success overall considering where they were before or after the the all-star break but I mean there can't be a power struggle between anyone and LeBron James at the end of the day if that's what's going on there's only one guy that's going to win that right mm-hmm. well this is what the GM depends on who you have yeah. on your side it's not the it's not AD, it's the GM I think yeah. the power struggle well the power well, the GM would be on Anthony Davis's side on the side of keeping Anthony Davis if that's if that's the issue here I mean, there's definitely been the conversation of if it makes sense to move on from Anthony Davis. In my opinion, I think you got to stick it out for at least another year. Because if you're going to try and make it through the Western Conference, you're going to come up against a guy named Jokic. Joker. He's quite big. You're going to need somebody quite big to handle that. So, I mean, I think AD is at, at his highest value right now coming off of this particular stretch. So it's a little bit confusing to me. I don't know what direction you would go in. Yeah, it's so the dynamic is Jeannie Buss loves Anthony Davis. Normally, I would say, yeah, LeBron James isn't losing any power struggles. But at this point in his career, with the owner loving the other guy and the owner not being particularly happy that you uh, convinced them to trade for Russell Westbrook and Mm. give away a lot of the young pieces that have put you in this position... I think there's reason for debate there in terms of who is going to win this power. Should Bron be frustrated with AD, though? No, no, because let's go back before Russell Westbrook. AD is a Laker because of LeBron James and Clutch. That's who he wanted, right? That's who they brought in there for Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart Mm -hmm. and Brandon Ingram. And... It's not as if we didn't have questions about AD being an up and down or whether he was a true one or whether he could take the baton prior to him getting to the Lakers. So I agree with Joy in terms it's, a, it's an odd time for this to come up because I feel like we, we just saw the best of AD, AD maybe absolutely. saw more than we expected at this point. I mean, he probably shouldn't be frustrated with, with Anthony Davis. Not frustrated, but... We, we can say that Anthony could have been a little bit better in the postseason in, in certain games, right? Yeah, it was hard. Okay, it goes back to oh, okay. I mean, I mean, Are just, we being rational or are we just, being hopeful? Oh, come on, sorry. Ooh, ooh, for a second. Woo. Listen, I'll say this. It's hard for him to be too, fr- too frustrated with, with AD because you know who he is. You know mm-hmm. your teammates. After the first year, second year, like, ah, I know who you are. I know what type of guy you are, right? And I think that for the Lakers to be successful, you should keep Anthony Davis, yeah. right? You build with him. I think the, the, the more important issue they, they truly have is signing some of these young guys, like Austin Reeves. You see how much he's emerged to being a, a, a kind of like a star. Now you go to being, like, how can I say this, 
LeBron's playing off the ball, I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. Here and there with Kyrie Irving, but seeing another guy kind of dominating the ball through picking rolls and LeBron on the wing, you could add on to that. I can see a big role for Austin Reeves. I can see that. Hakamore is another one. He showed some, some type of talent. That's why they traded for him. Mm-hmm. And then when he got to L.A., he showed up mm-hmm. and showed out. So it's a matter of, 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 of getting the pieces around, I think, AD and, and uh, LeBron James. Even D'Lo, that's a question mark. What are you going to do with him? you give him a long extension? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get somebody to fill that role? So I f- before you get too frustrated with Anthony Davis, it's a matter of getting the pieces around him and continuing his I don't. If you know who AD is, I don't see how you can be frustrated. And not as a slight. Not even because AD outperformed the expectations this year. AD is not... A top-tier big man, that's reserved for Jokic and Bede Giannis. But he's not the third tier of big men that's reserved for the likes of Bam. He's right there in between. Mm -hmm. He wasn't as good as Jokic. He wasn't as good as Embiid. He wasn't as good as Giannis in the limited time. But he was better than Bam. Like, AD gave you 40 and 10 in game one. He gave you 28 and 18 in game three. AD averaged 22, 14, and three blocks in the playoffs. I get it. Bubble year, he averaged 25 and 10. But there's a negligible difference between his bubble performances and this year's performances. In the bubble, the competition just was not nearly as steep. Mm -hmm. That Nuggets team was not nearly as good. Mm -hmm. And in the bubble, it was just completely different. But how could you be upset with the Anthony Davis that you saw? That, to me, is irrational. It's not only that, but are we at a point now, especially if we're looking at the way that series with Denver went, where LeBron's not in position to be upset with anybody? There was two games, two games where he made the decisions or missed the shots or turned the ball over that decided two of those games at the end. So as much as LeBron has done, as much as I know that bringing in AD, the idea was I want to hand over the reins to you the way Dwayne Wade handed the reins over to me. Wait, I have a hard time of uh, looking at LeBron James in the same vein. Shady As grabbing I his have notes. previously. Shady stacking his notes. I try to be neutral. I try to be in the middle of this thing. But y'all, y'all acting like AD was the best player on the Lakers in, in his postseason. Is that what we're trying More to say? More often than not, mm-hmm. I would have been. What Some games he would show up. Mm-hmm. And the other games he wouldn't. So who was hold the on, best wait, player? We, we, had, we, hold on, we had segments. Hold on for a second. Y'all, y'all kind of disrespecting the king for a second. We had segments on this show where we were debating, okay, well, the stats say he had 20 points and 20 rebounds. This next game, he won't have 20 points. We were talking about that, right? Early in the playoffs. Early, early yes. So but what I'm saying is that counts. We watched the game, and there were some games that he will not show up. Let's not forget that they took AD off of Jokic. Mm-hmm. The second game, like, hold up. Yeah. Let's find an answer for this. A defensive specimen like Anthony Davis that we all talk about is a top five talent. Yeah. Right? We were saying there's a top mm-hmm. five talent. But he's not a top five player because he don't always consistently give you that top five performance. Yep. So before we keep waving this thing around, like if it's AD or LeBron, let's, let's come on now. Yeah, we're also sort now. of, we're praising him for something that should be a given. Like, we're really happy that he was able to play this postseason. Like, kind of play, you, you, kind of play. You should be available. Like, we, we graded on a curve for him because he's usually not available. Right. So him, him being available is like a plus when that should be something that just like, you come to work today. Like, you don't get credit for being in the seat. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. So okay. I do understand some frustrations. It just feels like this is a, this particular moment yeah. would be an odd time to be frustrated with him because while I agree with what Shady's saying, and yeah. like he, it's not like he was completely consistent throughout the postseason, this is the best that we've seen from AD in, in a while, but plus what he did during the stretch when LeBron was injured. I think there's a microscope under AD because for all we say about players being available, think of how many star players missed time or dealt with injuries over the course of this playoffs. I don't have to name them all because you all know enough of the sports to know those that did. I also think like a lot of players had down games. 
Jimmy Butler had down games. Giannis, though he was hurt, had down games. Jamal Murray, game two versus the Suns, had a down game after he dropped 30-plus and went splashing game one. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant, y'all know how many down games he had. So, and when I look at AD, okay, he had down games. Everybody, James Harden dropped a 40-piece and disappeared. Embiid had a down game. Everybody in their mama had down games except Jokic. I just don't know how you can be frustrated with the man. 40, 18, 28, 21. I'm going to save this receipt. Because now you're acting like you never complained about Anthony Davis. Come on now. Stop. Stop. Can we stop this? I just this? don't know what the alternative is. Like, if you're going to move off of him, what, is, what are you going to bring in that's going to yeah. completely reconstruct this roster in a way that will make you competitive in the West? I think I'm a shady. I think there's other adjustments that you can make to the roster yeah. if you feel like you need to compete. He's a top five talent, bro. And by the it's- way, for all of that... You were in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. You, were the, you were one of the two best teams in the Western Conference. He made a statement, Slick, I need you to answer it before we have to go, because I think this is, to me, part of the disconnect. Shady said he's a top-five talent. People think I so. no I longer think so. agree with that. And I think as long as we view AD as a top-five talent, we'll be disappointed when he gives us 40, yeah. 18, 28, a, and 21. He's a top-75 player. Yeah. What, I, I, what, what do you mean? To say he's, like, I just, Every, I, hold up. I need clarity. So, so I need clarity. So there's a lot of top if, 75 if you talents ask, that if you aren't ask top NBA 75 players, Do they think that Andy Davis is a top five type of talent? They're going to say yes. No. I, I, yes, they will. I, no, I, I, think there's, okay. I think there's reason to say that he's not top five. Talent. I'm saying he's a top five talent. Yes, top five talent. Because he don't play like top five. He goes missing okay, a lot. Okay, but at some point, okay. when you don't get consistently a guy playing to right. his level, his capability, okay. then you accept him for what he is. You factor in that you're not going to get 30 and 15 every night, that you're mm-hmm. going to have nights where you're going to get 15 and 7. And that, to me, that consistency is part of what's being a top five talent. I agree. Right? I think top the five frust- player. Top five player. Top five player. Okay. I think with the frustration, if we really want to get to the heart of it, the frustration LeBron has right now is he looks at Denver, he looks at the West, he looks at the league, mm. and he's like, I, I'd like to get another ring mm-hmm. or play for another ring, and I don't see a way there. So AD becomes the target for what is actually a bigger problem. I don't, Very. That's, that's, I don't know, that's strange to me. You're in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, but he was, and I think LeBron realizes he wasn't close. They, you you could say they overachieved in getting to the Western Conference Finals, and you have no realistic confidence that you're going to be able to do that again next but year. But is moving off of Anthony Davis the thing that's going to no, get no, no, closer? No, 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 not, not. I'm just saying AD ends up being the target right. for something can, can that you, you don't have an questions? answer to. Can you ask all the questions? If you watch the, the Lakers, <laughs> which you watch them all the time, yes, sir. Was, was it more of an issue with Anthony Davis his, and his play or, or LeBron James and his play? Say it with me. <laughs> Say it with me. Say it with me. Who was it? Leave me alone. No. Okay, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Coming up, there are a lot of great quarterbacks, 25 and younger, but maybe my favorite topic of the day, which quarterback 25 and younger is the best? We got to do the top five Ooh. quarterbacks age 25 and younger. Is it Hurts? Is it Herbert? How about Tua? That is next on Speed. This should be a layup. <laughs> Baseball is back, and so is Slippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. 
All right, family, come on in. Come on in. There are a lot of great quarterbacks in the NFL. But let's talk about the ones that are 25 and younger. That's the future of the National Football League. I'm going to give you the five best quarterbacks age 25 and down. At number five, beginning this list, it is Justin Fields. I have extremely high hopes for Justin Fields this year. Keep in mind, the Chicago Bears committed to this man because they have the number one pick and they moved off of it. They said, we are fully committed to you. 1,100 yards rushing last year, second most in the history of the National Football League as a quarterback. I think his passing yards will grow this upcoming season. At number four, the chosen one of Trevor Lawrence. Y'all remember, he was one of the most highly touted quarterbacks ever coming out of college. Clemson, freshman, national championships. I mean, he was a dude. Four thousand passing yards 30 passing touchdowns last season in his first year with Super Bowl head coach Doug Peterson expect Trevor Lawrence to keep getting better at number three quarterbacks 25 and younger it's to a tongue of Iowa I know I know why is he so low on my list because he was injured last year and he did not beat the man at number two when he faced him head-to-head at number two respect to Justin Herbert now if you look closely if you look very very closely well, at least if you look closely in my mind, you'll see asterisks by Justin Herbert at number two because they will meet at number in the first game of the season, Justin Herbert and Tua Tungabailoa. Those two quarterbacks will meet. That can be adjusted. Now at number one, it's simple. Jalen Hurts. Let's stop all the antics. Stop all the charades. Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback, age 25 and younger. Let's head to the desk. Let's head to the desk. Dolphins fans, there should have been asterisks. Okay, I do believe Tua can and will overtake Justin Herbert, after week one wow. of the NFL wow. season. I trust it will happen. Wow. I trust it will happen. There we go. There we go. There are my asterisks. There they are. Uh, now, Slick, I know that you That was easy, think... though. That was Let's easy. Go. This was an easy list. You think? Yeah, come on. A blind man going to see you had Jalen Hurts number one. Like, duh. I think so. <laughs> I mean, duh. Like, to not have Jalen Hurts as your number one quarterback, 25 and younger, <laughs> is completely irrational, right, Slick? I mean, just nobody I would mean, do that. Uh, I know what I'm up against. I know what I'm up against, okay? I watched the show. I wasn't on the show in the fall, but I was here with all of the Justin Herbert slander, the social media quarterback. I was here for that. I wasn't here for that, but I observed that. And I'll put it as simply as this. Regardless of whatever else you want to say, if there was a draft today with available quarterbacks, 25 or younger, Justin Herbert would be the number one pick by the majority of NFL teams. 6'6", yeah. 235, his ability. That's what, I mean, that's, a word, that's how I'm reading it here. All-American hair. The I best get, quarterback, 25 or younger. I, I, don't, I take nothing away from Jalen Hurts and what he accomplished, but let's face it. It was a surprise that he was able to do what he did for the Eagles last season to take them to a Super Bowl. It was. He was, he was on the clock. It was to determine whether they were going to go in another direction or whether he could get the job done. Now, he demonstrated that without question. But if I'm just looking at the overall talent between the two rather than the team collective accomplishments, I mean, even the individual stats. Justin Herbert set every possible rookie quarterback record. Rookie quarterback record, sophomore quarterback record, threw the most yards for any quarterback the first three seasons. Like, I don't uh, like, facts I, 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 I think there's at least no I'm not going to say it's definitive, but the idea that it's irrational to okay. think that Justin Herbert could be viewed as the best 25 and under quarterback. 
I don't think that's irrational. Okay, that might have been a little heavy-handed. Okay, irrational might have been a little too much cayenne. Um, okay, Joy, assuming it is Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts, he had a phenomenal season last year, second-team All-Pro. We all know we watched it attentively. How much pressure is on Jalen Hurts this upcoming season? Talent, talent, talent. Oh, is he talented Are we still or is he talented? Uh, I don't think there's that much pressure on Jalen Hurts. He just took his team to the Super Bowl. And we can talk all about how great the team was. And the team was great. The team was great. But he, we have eyeballs, right, Shady? Like, mm-hmm. we watch it, too. And we saw what they were when he was out. That's right. And yeah. he was in the MVP race until that happens. And he was the catalyst of them getting to the Super Bowl. So when you get to a Super Bowl, you get a little, you get a little space. Sure. You get a little wiggle room. He's also been paid. He's clearly the future of that organization. So when I think of pressure, I think of people that still need to prove themselves, still need to have a couple other accomplishments in their belt. So I think he has not a, not a year to take off. I think they, they're still going to make it to the playoffs and they, they probably need to win a playoff game at least for it to not feel like a, a massive disappointment. I know the expectations are Super Bowl every year, but they're hard to get to. I think there's way more pressure on Justin Herbert. I think it's Herbert. As far as pressure goes, Herbert, Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Love, and Justin Fields in order of how much pressure is on guys who are of this ilk under 25. Shady, I I would agree, but knowing Philly, and you know Philly very well, you know Philly even better than I do, I think there's a tremendous amount of pressure on Jalen Hurts. I think once you get paid, those gloves start to come off. Not only that, I think if you recall, it was 2011, the Eagles paid Mike Vick $100 million. By 2013, it was, hey, big dog, take this one-year $7 million dealer. You know, we might have to move on from you. 2019, the Eagles paid Carson Wentz $130 million. By 2021, Carson Wentz was up out of there. So I know the Eagles will commit to you monetarily, mm-hmm. and they will fall out of love with you as, far, as fast as they fell in love with you. I think there's pressure on Hurts. How much in your mind? Yeah, I, I think it's a nice amount of pressure. I'm be honest. I mean, you talk about the Eagles, but that's, that's the NFL in general. Yeah, that's a good point. We pay you, you don't produce right away or in the next couple of years. They'll try to, you know, get some of that money back. They might trade you or cut you. That's how it works. But my thing for him is, is, is obviously the money. Anytime you give somebody, what, $180 million guaranteed, like, that's adds on pressure. So now that every time that something goes wrong, they looking at you, mm-hmm. right? Well, compared mm-hmm. to last year, he wasn't making that much. Mm-hmm. He was on the cusp of, of, of doing well, doing well each week, getting better and better and better. So he'll get pressure from the money. And also, I want to say this, the team. The team did so well last year, and I think we have majority of them pieces back, right? Some, they, they, you know, they make it, but majority of them are back. And we're looking for the Eagles to, to repeat that, that same success. I'm not saying that I go to Super Bowl and win it because it's hard to do, but even on that same path, Getting to, to, to a conference game is big, yeah. you know, so, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I just think that it's automatically pressure when you get that type of money and people are looking at you. Like, think about it. He would have won an MVP if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. So now we put you in that category. Okay, you have so many right. MVP votes. You can be second team all pro. That's pressure. So we'll see what happens. I think he'll answer, answer that call. It's interesting, though, because I don't, I don't disagree. I put Jalen to some degree, and if y'all can hear me when I say this, before Dak Prescott got paid, he could do no wrong. Fourth-round pick, extreme overachiever. Took over for Tony Romo, 13-3 first year, MVP votes, oh, my God. Man, when Dak got paid, those gloves came off so fast. It was just bare-knuckle punches emotionally and virtually with people's words. That, to me, is to some degree where Hurts is. 
Hurts' first year, he was a wildcat quarterback. He was inactive his first game, if y'all remember. Carson Wentz was out there. Hurts yeah. was on the bench in sweats. Then he came in, and he was a wildcat quarterback. Then he came in. I believe his first play was as a decoy at wide receiver. Then he took over. I think it was week 12 against the New Orleans Saints. He starts. He wins. Mm. To everybody's shock. Right. Then his second year. It was all right, 9-7, maybe 9-8, went to the playoffs, got mollywopped. But then last year, Joy's point, Shady's point, dominated. Now everybody looks at Jalen Hurts as that player who can dominate. So to my mind, Joy and Slick, now he has to dominate. Because I know how good you are. Yeah. It's not a feel-good story anymore. Now I know you legit. You very, very, very legit. Yeah, this is the heart of the pressure is Philadelphia Eagles are probably not quite as good a team as they were last year, at least roster-wise on paper going into the season. Jalen Hurts getting paid, this is the way it always works, getting paid is expected to make up the shortfall. Whatever they're missing, he's supposed to provide. And particularly when we look at the NFC, like they're not supposed to fall off because the NFC, the competition is not there. The Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts are expected to be at the top. And as Shady has said many times, that's still hard to do. Yes, it it's it's, it's yeah. easy to say, hey, you went to the Super Bowl last year, the conference isn't that good, just do it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But far easier said than done. But Jalen Hurts, I, I, you tell me, is anybody else from the Philadelphia Eagles, would you turn to anyone else if they fall short and say, you put on well, Jaylen. how come he didn't do it? Well, no, quarterbacks right? always get all the praise. They get all the money. They get all the accolades, and then they get all the blame. That's, that's whether it's fair or not. That's, right. that's how it works. But, I mean, Herbert's going to get paid. We expect him to get paid any minute. Yeah. He's going to get paid. He hasn't won a playoff game. Tua's got to stay healthy. Trevor Lawrence needs to live up to the hype of being the biggest, most hyped-up prospect that we've seen come out of college since, Ooh. what, Peyton Manning? Mm-hmm. Jordan Love is replacing Aaron Rodgers. Justin Fields, they could have drafted another quarterback, decided to stick with him. I just, I understand there's going to be pressure on Jalen Hurts, but in my mind, Jalen has answered a lot of questions, and he's been compensated for answering those questions that we had based off of his first two years. There's other guys around the league that are put into the same conversation, Tua, Herbert, we just did it, Justin Fields, as Jalen Hurts at, at the top of their their space in the NFL as young quarterbacks who I think have way more pressure and way more but questions about them. Do any of those other guys have to go to the conference championship to validate who they are? Well, the better you good are point. and the more you're paid, yeah, the, the better you are and the more you're paid, the more expectations I, I, I know, but I don't, think, we, case, I don't think anybody looks at, at any of those other teams with those quarterbacks and says they should be in the conference championship. I mean, Herbert, and Herbert, without should, question, should, we Herbert should be in the conversation if, with if, that. If Herbert does not go to a conference game, they will, not, they will not make a big deal about it. Yeah. No, they won't. Yeah. If, 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 if Jalen Hurts doesn't get close to that conference game, they're going to make a big deal about That's it. That's because Tools the Eagles and, and them set that standard. But I'm saying, but, but that comes with success. When you right. have all the success that they didn't expect, now it, 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 your value is so high. Like, oh, we, he has to produce. Because you look at Tua, right? If Tua don't really play well this year, okay, they, I mean, they might talk about it, but it's not going to be a super big issue like it would be for Jalen Hurts. Think about it for a second, though. Yeah, They've been like, trying to replace Tua since he got in right. the league. The other thing that's fascinating. But they give him passes, though. Yeah, but if, but if he doesn't perform this year, I don't see him being there after this, this year. Now, he had a great year yeah. until he wasn't healthy, but he could be gone. Trevor Lawrence is going to be there, but the pressure he's will a, he's, another, he's another one. Just, Justin Herbert, though, to me, I don't, 
I think there's way more pressure on Justin. We're early to the like, is Justin Herbert a winner? Well, but, where, but where's the pressure at? Because they always talk about how great he looks, how good his pass is. He has the best balls. I, I mean, to me, to me, you can't keep talking about how so how much more talented and how beautiful he is. If with the team that he has, he has a really talented team. We just don't but have the same know, expectations he, of them. He's, as he's, he's in the, the same Eagles. conference with 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 yep. the best. Yeah. They're going to they gonna, I'm just, I'm, I'm no, the excuse they're going to use. I, 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 use I'm excuse. just saying, we just, gotta, we just have to acknowledge that they're excuses. I'm just, all I'm saying is that it, the, the, the pressure, I'm always biased. That's mm-hmm. just what it is. But the pressure is going to be more on Jalen Hurts than Justin Herbert. Just, the stuff that, that Jalen has did compared to where he hasn't done. And they don't, they don't see him doing that. He ain't going to be beating Mahomes. He ain't going to be doing that. It's interesting when I think about expectations. The Chargers are used to mediocrity. No slight to them, but they're just used to it. Even with Phillip Rivers, I think they only got to a conference championship game one time. The Dolphins, with all due respect, I know they're trying to turn the tide, but the Dolphins are unfortunately used to mediocrity. Dolphins make me cry. The Bears have never had a a 4,000-yard quarterback. They are used to mediocrity. Now, Jordan Love is an interesting conversation. The the Packers are used to being great. But you're not expecting that. No. Nobody is expecting that in Wisconsin. Nobody. Even Even his coach said it. He's coach said, I'm not expecting to get Aaron Rodgers. Which is still crazy. (laughs) Well, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, that's a heck of a transition. He could be the missing piece for the Jets Super Bowl, just like Tom Brady was for the Bucs. But do we have an issue with that comparison? Is it unfair? Or will there be a Super Bowl with New York in the Meadowlands? That's next. Not fair. Okay, let's get to the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, as you well know, he's headed to the Big Apple, but the conversation is very simple. Will he bring a Super Bowl there? Remember, Tom Brady, he went from New England to Tampa, and he got it done. Well, now a safety, Jordan Whitehead, who played with both Brady and now plays with Rodgers, says, quote, it's kind of like deja vu. Close quote. Adding, Brady was the missing piece to a championship. Shady, you played for the Bucs. I will go out on a limb and I will say this. You were with the Bucs when they won a Super Bowl. I have no issue with the comparison between Brady arriving to Tampa and Rodgers arriving to the Jets. I do believe that Tampa had a better offense. I believe the Jets have a better defense. I believe that the Jets roster was young and talented. I believe that the Bucks roster was older and talented, but they were still missing significant pieces. But I think it is a fair comparison. Now, mm-hmm. if you believe mm-hmm. that... Tom Brady is substantially better. Duh, he's a substantially greater winner. But I just think that it is a fair comparison. Why you take issue? It's, it's not fair. It's not. It's not a fair comparison. Hmm. It's not. First of all, the Bucks defense was better. The Bucks offense was better. Bucks defense was not better. Oh, man. That's, we can argue that if you want. We, 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 we will. We can argue if you want. But <laughs> if we look around the, the team they had, they had Shaq Barrett. They had, they had JPP. They did. They had um, Dominic Sue. Then they had Vita. In the middle, controlling everything. He's so big, he won't get make sure everybody got the one-on-ones. You got Devin White, who's like that, that like that. That year he was like that. Whatever, I don't know what that year, the year we talking about was like that. Then you had uh, Levante Davis. He's nice. Like that. The secondary was up and down, but it was solid enough. They were solid on the secondary. It was solid. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but on, on offense, though, not on a serious note, on offense, I mean, obviously Brady was the biggest piece there. Yeah. But you had Grant, you had Antonio Brown as your number three wide receiver, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Oof. The year before Brady got there, they were the number three offense. Mm-hmm. So that shows you how good they really were. I just think that with, with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, two things. One is I don't think that the talent is as good as the Bucks on offense and defense. In offense, they're a lot younger. And defense are a lot younger. And the biggest part is the division. Yo, when we, when we were playing in that Super Bowl run we had, let me tell you the quarterbacks. For the Panthers was Teddy Bridgewater. I like Teddy, but Teddy's just, 
He's okay. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan was, was older. He was not the same. You see how his career went after he left his, that year and then when he went to the Colts. And then the last Drew one was um, Drew Brees. He was like 40. And his arm was shot. All the great years we've seen with, with, with um, Drew Brees, he's been the most accurate quarterback in my eyes. When I watch him, I'm like, wow, that's two different people. His mm-hmm. arm was shot. He couldn't throw the ball deep. So he sat on all the routes. It got so bad that the only deep ball we got hit with in the playoff game was Jameis Winston. <laughs> he came in the game like a free flicker. They threw it deep. So if you look at the, the, the AFC East, they're loaded. I mean, if, if two is healthy, you know what the Dolphins can do. Yep. Capabilities. Mm-hmm. You got Aaron Rodgers. He's with the Jets. You know what they're going to look like. And then the best one is Josh Allen. He's probably the best quarterback in, in that conference. Shady, that's a cute story and all, but if I recall in the regular season, mm-hmm. y'all were three and three in that division, if I'm not mistaken. You might have been worse. Y'all had two uh, losses to the Saints. So I know off rip, but I had those two. And I told you before, when you look at the papers and the numbers, you can't do that. You gotta look at the game. We were like, we were injured. A lot of them games we were playing, we had nobody playing. Shady, once, y'all ran the ball up, four no, 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 no. times. Once one we, was a QB kneel. Once we got healthy. Four. Times. Once we got healthy after the bye week, you seen how it looked like. You seen what it looked like. What it do? What it look like? Mm, what it look like? Better. W's on W's championship holla. <laughs> That's how fast it went. We got healthy. Brady got to the playbook. Aries, you know what I mean? Wins championship. Y'all were four and two. Let me not give you an extra loss. Y'all were four and two <laughs> in the division. I got a question. Were you not upset when y'all only ran the ball three times in that game? Y'all played the Saints. We ran the ball three times, and I think there was a QB kneel, if I'm not mistaken. Like, were you just... It, it was a lot going on. Bruce Arians want to throw the ball 40, 50, 60 yards deep. <laughs> Tom Brady for 20 years, I want to throw the ball for 20 yards, 25 yards. Mm. Run the ball. Play action. They made it happen, and you've seen what the rest would look like. <laughs> Joy, is there an issue? Do you take issue comparing the Jets and the Bucks, Rodgers, Brady, et cetera? Yeah, they're nothing alike. And, it's, and I don't believe in fair or unfair, but... If I did, I would say it's very unfair to compare this Jets situation to the Bucks situation. Absolutely. Now, we didn't know that Tom Brady was going to go to the Bucks right away and win a championship, but Brady had his choice of pretty much anywhere in the league that needed a quarterback, and he chose the Bucks. He's a smart guy. How did it work out? And then we saw Matthew Stafford do it the year after that. So if you go to the right situation with the right setup, right. it can work. Now, I happen to be somebody who is a little more biased to coaches than most, but I think coaching and culture matters. Now, Brady brought the culture there, but Bruce Arians is a better coach than Robert Sala right now. We don't know what Robert Sala is. We don't know. Maybe he's the greatest coach of all time. Maybe he's the worst. We literally don't know. He's won 11 games in this league as a head coach. When Bruce Arians was the head coach of the Bucs before Tom Brady went there, first of all, he was an offensive coach, which is a big difference. We all know this. That's why offensive coaches get hired now more than defensive coaches at the head coaching position. He was a two-time coach of the year. He was a two-time Super Bowl champ as an offensive coordinator. And we saw what happened there. He was 49-30-1 and and with the Cardinals. That's all before he ever even took the job with the Bucs. And that's what Tom Brady went to. In my opinion, they had a better coach in Tampa than they do with the Jets. Quarterback's better. Tom Brady's better than Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to argue that. He's certainly a better leader than Aaron Rodgers. So when all that stuff was going on, who was the, who was the guy getting everybody together? Brady. Who was, everybody, who was the guy who was putting everybody on the group chats? Brady, right? Am I lying? No. Shady, am I lying? Let's call the defense the same. I can't call them the same. Okay, well, me. there's enough disagreement here that we can we'll I know, call it. I know there's more pros comparable. on the other side. They're I know comparable, there's more pros right? on this comparable. team. They're, they're more all pros on I know it's more. There are more all pros on the And they were older. I gotta check that they out. Check it out. And, my, and, not a lot. and in my opinion, experience matters. So they were they were older veterans, whatever. But they weren't. Fine, we'll give them the defense. We'll give you the defense. Nah, defense. We'll give you the defense. Yeah, I'm not gonna give you the defense, but we'll give you the defense. Wide receivers, better. Of course. Offensive line, better. Division, easier. Tight end, better. Conference. So, conference. 
So to me, it's just not, the, they're not the same situations. And it would, it's going to be a very, very difficult task for Aaron Rodgers to do what Brady did in Tampa Bay. And I'm not talking about the tenure that Aaron Rodgers has either, because whatever you say, going from t- New, New England to Tampa Bay and winning a championship right away is impressive. Right. Here's what's interesting, though, Slick. Remember what Brady and Shady and everybody had to do. You had to beat Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers in route to, route to winning a Super Bowl. So as difficult as we say the AFC is, and it is difficult, Mm-hmm. Tom Brady had to go through some dogs of his own. Like the Bucks had to traverse a path of their own. Can Rodgers not travel that path? Is you ha- do you have an issue with? Yeah, because I think the tests are going to come earlier, sooner, and more harder, often. Right. And this is my great issue. This is why I think it's unfair, and it's unfair to Aaron Rodgers. And I've been one over the last year or so to find fault in various ways with, with Rodgers. But we're going to take this as a referendum on the whole Rodgers versus Brady conversation. Now, if you want to say Brady is the, is, is the better quarterback, has had the better career, that's fine. I don't, have, I don't have any issue with that. But if you're going to pile on because, well, look at what Brady did with Tampa Bay, and if Rodgers doesn't win a Super Bowl with the Jets, it's going to be that's only more proof that Brady was a better quarterback than Rodgers. I take issue with that because I don't think it's a level playing field for a multitude of reasons. They're getting paid at a different level. Who's that's going that? to affect. They have different coaches. They have what's that? Whose fault's that? Well, I I don't know that it's anybody's fault in terms I mean, of he Brady, got paid. Brady chose to take less money. I mean, oh, well, I he, well, he can't because they traded for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you can't fault yeah. that. They traded for him. And I'm never going to fault somebody for getting as much money as they can. I just don't think that you take this situation. And I don't know, that's my question, Acho. Is that where you're going with this? Is it, is this, does, does, does Rodgers have to do with the Jets what Brady did with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in order for you to feel that there's still a conversation about Rodgers and Brady being comparable as quarterbacks? I think right now they're incomparable. I think right now the gap, there's no sense. You can't compare them anymore. If Rodgers does do it, I do believe those that are Rodgers fans, like myself, mainly because I was embarrassed by Rodgers and had to play against Rodgers, and playing against him was different than playing against Brady. If Rodgers does do it, I believe those people will try to put Rodgers back in that talent conversation. He's more talented. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't do it, do you think it's confirmation? Yeah. Well, yeah. See, I think that's Stafford went and did it the next year Rams. Well, but, but we were just talking about how the circumstances are the different. The circumstances are you different, take- but life's not fair. Fair is for Ferris wheels and fried Oreos. This is the NFL. You making $50 million. You're not some, some guy See, they picked I, off the scrap it, it depends on the person, right? I think Joy's answer different than mine. I think the circumstances are similar. Hence why, for me, if Rodgers doesn't do it, that matters. Because to me, I view them as similar. That's the only reason I hold it as more condemnation than others. Because I'm like, yo, Rodgers, you're going through a good enough situation. They're good enough. They're not terrible. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's why I hold more weight. But speaking of somebody who has good circumstances, Justin Herbert, number, num- a number one pick at wide receiver this offseason. Kellen Moore, one of the brightest offensive minds in the game. Herbert led the Chargers to the playoffs last season, but they didn't win a game. A colossal collapse. Will Herbert take a major leap this upcoming season? That is next on Speak. Justin Herbert coming off of his first playoff appearance. So what's next? Got a new offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. Remember, Kellen Moore has led number one offenses in football twice in the last four seasons. But 
Justin Herbert, you got to still see some more. Few, though, can match his size, his strength, his mobility, his accuracy, his athleticism. I get it. I get it. I get it. But, Joy, do you expect Herbert to take that next step this upcoming season? Yeah, I do. He better. <laughs> Look, Herbert, Herbert's had a very interesting career. I loved Herbert coming out of college. I wasn't sure. A lot of questions about him. Are they holding him back in the offense in college? And they had that unbelievable performance in the Rose Bowl. And I was like, whoa. I wasn't seeing that throughout all his college career. He's going to do great. And he has done good. He's done great statistically. But maybe it's because it's the Chargers and we just kind of like, nah, it's the Chargers. Chargers going to Charger. They're cursed or whatever it is. That we just don't really want to put him in a space where there's like real pressure on him. But I think he showed last year that he is capable of getting there. They got to the dance. But he still needs to take that next step when it comes to winning. They got a lot of talent on this team. They made a lot of moves. I think he really does have to step up, and I think he knows that. We didn't really, like, focus too much on what happened in that game against Jacksonville. I did. I did, too. Well, I'm just saying, like, everybody. First half, they had 27 points. Second half, they had three points. Mm. But they blew it. And that that's, has to sit at the feet of the quarterback, especially if we're talking about how talented he is. So I believe he is the type of guy that spent this offseason trying to take the next step. They obviously brought in Kellen Moore. They've got enough talent on that team to win, and I think he, I think he will. 2-5, he's taking that next step? I think he makes a big, big step. Oh. I think a lot of that has to do with Kellen Moore being the office coordinator. Mm. The same way I think Dak is going to take a step back because he's losing that office coordinator, and then I think the, the Chargers, he's gaining that. Yeah. Listen, when we're looking at Justin Herbert, He's going to be the, probably the most talented quarterback we'll see, right? I, I, I can honestly say that. Even with the Patrick Mahomes and, and, and Josh Allen's, like, Herbert is, what, 6'5", big, strong, big arm. I remember the first time I seen him play, I was with the, the, the Bucks, And we were like, who the hell is this kid? He was throwing lasers. So he has the talent part. I think the thing that he's missing is the accountability. Like, he needs to know to listen, man. Mm-hmm. Win or lose is going through me. I feel like he's young and he was, he was moved to that spot so mm. fast. I feel like when you get a quarterback that's, that's young and they move to the head of the line so early, they give him a grace period to learn, to take the, the learning curves, mm. you know, throw yeah. picks, mm. lose games. Cool. But now we get to this stage where you about to get a new contract, so we needed you to be more accountable. Now every game you take, good or bad, it's on your shoulders. I think that with Kellen Moore being there and helping him out through these rough patches and times he's had in the league, I think it'd be better for him. So I think he makes a big step. I truly believe that. He has to. He has to. You made a great point. Joy made a great point. He has to take the next step because Mm -hmm. what he has done thus far to me, we've seen so many people do. I'm not talking about growth statistics. A lot of people can aggregate statistics, particularly football. Statistics appreciate it. It's a passing league now. Somebody's going to throw for a lot of yards. The Chargers have gotten better every year. They've made it to the playoffs. But we've seen that story before. We saw that story with Baker Mayfield. We saw that story with Kyler Murray. Thus far, we saw that story with Deshaun Watson. We saw that story with Carson Wentz. We're watching that story with Justin Fields. We're watching that story with Trevor Lawrence. We've seen quarterbacks get better every year, every year. Outside of Justin Fields, all the other quarterbacks I named got better every year and took their team to the playoffs. But do you take the next step? Kyler got the Cardinals better every year, got to the playoffs, got smacked, and then took a step back. 
Carson Wentz got the Eagles better every year, got them to the playoffs. Nick Foles took them to a Super Bowl. Then Carson Wentz started to regress. Deshaun Watson got his team better every year, kept them in the playoffs. And then Deshaun Watson, collectively, his teams have regressed. Four and 12 the last time we saw him. And then the Cleveland Browns in that minimal season did not do well. I've seen quarterbacks get better every year and get to the playoffs. What do you do when you're there? Yep. So I don't care about what we've seen. He gets his team better every year, got to the playoffs. Now it's time for him to win some games. Not a game. Yeah. Some games, plural, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Some games, plural. That's what I need to see. Yeah, I agree with that. But all the quarterbacks that you mentioned that were good statistically but didn't have the same team success, <clears throat> how much of that was also tied to the coaches that they had, the head coaches? How many, how many of those head coaches lost their jobs as a result? Most do. Are you most ready? Do. Yeah, most do. Are we, are we convinced that... Brandon Staley doesn't have a hand in what their shortcomings were. When you look at what the Patriots did against the Falcons when they came back, did we put all that on Matt Ryan or do we question Dan Quinn? Like how much was it the play calling and, and, and the decision making in the second half? Yeah, Remember, people got mad at Shanahan, yeah, yeah. the OC, because he got too conservative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my question and why I'm with Shady where, look, I, I agree a thousand percent. It's time for Justin Herbert to put up. You know, or we're those of us who believe that he has the talent to be a special quarterback are going to have to shut up. He has Kellen Moore there. Yeah. They had a lot of injuries last year. So let's assume they're going to be healthy. But even if they're not, like, you've had enough experience now. You have Kellen Moore there. Brandon Staley should be a better overall head coach and maybe have less on his plate as a result of Kellen being there. I agree with that, too, yeah. That, like, okay, so do your part. And I don't want to hear about the AFC West or about the AFC in general. The way we talk about Justin Herbert's talent is he should be competing on the same level with Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. And and if there, for some reason, the Chargers do fall short, then I need to see definitively that it's someplace else and that he did everything possible. Because that's how much I believe in what Herbert has talent-wise. I don't know Shady or Joy that will see it anywhere else. I mean, they replaced the offensive coordinator in Lombardi. They were mm-hmm. like, you know what, let's replace you. Yeah. Last year, they drafted an offensive lineman, I believe, tackle from Northwestern and Rashawn Slater. Slater this yeah. year, number one overall pick, they drafted a wide receiver when you already had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Yep. Yeah. So you've done with yep. your first-round picks, you supporting them. Then you got a new offensive coordinator who you could argue is one of the best offensive coordinators, not head coaches or offensive minds, but one of the best offensive coordinators in football. I don't know how else you can support him, 2-5. I I think that's it. I I think we'll see a more uh, efficient offense, a more efficient Justin Herbert. Um, If you look at, like, what what he did with um, the Cowboys, right, as far as, you know, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, yeah. What he did with the Cowboys, with Dak Prescott, I don't think Dak is overly super talented as a quarterback. I think he's solid, right? Mm -hmm. And the stuff that he, he did with him. Imagine putting him with a, with, a, with a real gunslinger, real accurate, yeah. right, guy that puts the ball on a dime like Justin Herbert. I feel like when you put him in an office like that where you can be conservative at times, right, and, and be more efficient, then also you won't take shots. You could do it because you have the coordinator. I truly believe that, that, that he will help out. I think Kellen Moore would surely, for sure, help out Justin Herbert. But we'll see. Because that defense did give up, what, 30-some points? Yeah. And a half? Yeah. And a half. Four picks. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. But hold up, hold up. There was a lot of blame to go around. You got to get a stop or two, though. They cho- uh, you got to get, listen, don't matter yeah. what that, you got to. If I force four turnovers, don't look at me. Don't yeah. talk to me. Don't write me. I'm don't text about, me. I'm don't tweet me. Second half. Don't, get, don't TikTok me. Yeah. This don't is a defensive me. player and an offensive player have an issue right now. If I force four turnovers. See, that's how defensive guys are. Four turnovers? Most of us in the first half, right? Yes, it was. All of them. But in the second half, did you play? 
Four oh, are you just happy with the the, 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 yeah. the picks you had? If I turn over four turnovers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you got it, there's a lot of blame to go around there, but it's a lot of blame. But listen, you had four uh, turnovers in the first half. Cool, that's a great job. It's, it's better than great. It's better. It's better it's than like great. Heralded. Right. Right. But in the second half, you still gotta put your helmet on, put your mouthpiece on, and go out there and play. Katie, if I, which they did not if do. If I loan you a million dollars, don't talk to me about. But you didn't give me any money tomorrow. You didn't give me it's any money. The, if I give you something, it's not the, invest it. Invest them for a turnover. Well, we gotta play the game in the second half. You can't just not play. I can't not live tomorrow. I gotta live tomorrow, right? That sounds good for the Chargers, but. <laughs> well, that's a lot of turnovers. From one coach we like to a coach that we love, Mike Malone. Oh, oh head coach. Oh, Mike Malone. Yo, he got a little ink on his arm. We got to oh, talk about it. Mike Malone got a tattoo that got, you like to see. He's like Paul Wall. You got no idea where he is right now. You have to see. No idea. Next on Speak. Didn't Keenan say it was their fault? He came into this world as the son of a coach. But in these playoffs, he became the Lakers' daddy. Don't you love it when I call one? Say yes, say Don't yes. you love it when I talk that talk? Say yes, say Don't yes. Don't you let him make it clear? This is a beautiful day, but we're not done yet. We're some greedy bastards, baby. We're running this back, back. We're getting another one, and I'm out. I ain't never keep a score. Know you love it, know you love it, know you love it, y'all. All right, y'all got to take a look at this picture. The Nuggets head coach, Mike Malone, actually, Mike Malone, Mike Malone. he got a new tap team to celebrate his team's championship. Y'all see what it is. I don't really know what it is, but the image features one of the Nuggets' first mascots, Maxie the Miner, holding that Larry O'Brien trophy. That's Mike Malone, Slick. Put some respect on his name. What you think of Mike Malone's new tap, too? <sighs> well, look, I always believe that whatever you are, you should lean into it, and certainly Michael Malone. Malone. Mike Malone. is yes. doing that that but I also believe that if you are over the age of 50 and Mr. Malone is now 51 you should not be getting tattoos that's ageist period it may be ageist I feel I am in a position to take that stance okay but what I really have an issue with is there's an assistant coach Ryan Bowen and their video coordinator are getting the same tattoo. Oh, that's so Come, cute. No, that is not oh, cute. That tattoo. is You can't be doing that. Come on now. No, it's... That's sweet. Uh, no. I just... No, it's going too far. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta relax. On this side of the table, they judge so much. I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that tattoo. I'm feeling him talking trash to LeBron James. I'm feeling him at the press conference burping because he had too much champagne. I'm feeling <laughs> all that. Coach Malone is my favorite coach. He got like a little brother culture type of swagger to him. Yeah. Oh no, he, he, he like he like Paul. Remember Paul Wall? Yeah, he got a couple. Yeah. Of Paul Wall, bro. Yeah, I, I love it. Coach Paul Malone, keep doing, just, keep doing your thing, man. You win the championships and having fun doing it. It's nothing wrong with that. Check he, him out. He, here's a question though. Check is, him out. Is he gonna have to keep getting tatted? Like if they, if they if they become the dynasty that he wants, is he gonna have a sleeve of miners? Like the little, well, m- the little mascot on his own? Look at my boy taking the shot. Come on, look at that bottle. That Listen, bottle's gone. I, uh, I personally am not in a position to judge. I have a tramp stamp, so I can't, um, I can't be included in this conversation. You be judging, though. <laughs> y'all be, ju- just, y'all be judging. That flew like, woo, over shit. I, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to ignore that. I'm trying to ignore that. I'm trying to ignore that. I don't want to talk about the tramp. I don't want to talk about the image. I am not judging. I, I listen. I, 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 I don't think it's. Bad. It wouldn't have been my choice of of art. I would yeah, say that. There's that too. I think. A, I think a championship tattoo. If you're gonna get a tattoo of anything, get a, get a championship Correct. tattoo. Yo, his shirt says 
put this in your pipe and, and what? smoke it. That's what the shirt say. Yeah, head coach like that. Yeah. Like the, I, once I seen the players respond to him, I said, oh, they love this dude. All right, hold on. He calls him out in the All media. Right. Hold he on. party with him when they win. Hold, hold on for a slip. Hold on. He's 51 years old. So what? What's just, wrong with that? You, you know what? No, you can get a tattoo. You just got a cartoon tattoo. That that now come on now. There I'm with, come on. Now. I, don't, if you I wouldn't to, have gotten this art. Yes. I would have gone to like a really trophy. like a real, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Get like a look a at whole the Denver thing, Nuggets. Get look at like the Denver Nuggets sleeve. logo on his shirt. Yeah. But, but that would have been slick. a lot I'm more appropriate. Who are we than to this. tell him how to celebrate? Not at all. Who are we to tell him how he who he can't talk trash to? Who are we to say that? He's celebrating something as hard as hell to do. That the Denver Nuggets have never seen before. But Shady, so we gonna we gonna do a big style, baby. But can we not can we not comment on the celebration? He does have yeah, a cartoon yeah, yeah. on his arm. Yeah, like hate from a distance. It looks like Popeye. Hate on his success. Yeah, hate on his son. I'm not hating on his success. He got on his forehead. You gotta be mad at that. Why oh. He's 52. Why you got on his forehead? It happens. People got tattoos on their face and all that. Shady. I want him to celebrate and Shady. have a great time doing. Shady, if he got Maxi the Minor over his yeah. left eyebrow. You gonna sit yeah. up here he's, and tell him to do whatever he feels is? He's Mike Malone, not Post Malone. Listen, listen. <laughs> Wh- whoever that Mike Seg is, he's that guy right now. Know that. He's <laughs> way more. He's way more popping than the right now. You didn't think of that on spot. There's no way. Uh, he got his black back. shades on. Joy, do you what? think do you think Slick thought of that on spot? Hell yeah. No, no way. No way. Listen, no, way. Um, no I actually like it. I, th- I wish you would have got like a sleeve. I'm disappointed in your lack you know, of confidence. You know, like some uh, black and white little, you know what I mean? Like with the, with the Larry O'Brien with like some lighting, you know, some shading. Bro, okay. I just, y'all just be killing these like guys. Like I said, I, I can't judge. He having a good time. If Phil Jackson would have got it, would y'all have been saying that about Phil Jackson? Yeah, yeah of course. sure would have. Hold up, sure hold up, I would twice, hold twice up. over. Yo, we you can't, you can't do nothing. We're not putting Phil Jackson and Mike Malone in the same conversation now, hold on. I'm just talking about. See, there we go again. You win there, one there championship, we go now you're Phil Jackson. First, it was Zion yesterday. Now it's Mike Malone. We can't win. We can't. F- fellas, people, coaches, players, let's keep doing y'all thing, because on TV, we going to hate on y'all anyway. I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have a problem with it. I have the most tattoos out of anyone at this table. Listen, I like the Do little, you have tattoos? I like, I like the cartoon tattoo. I like it. Jay, do you have a tattoo? No, no, no. Do you have a tattoo? Come I know you don't have a tattoo. Do you have a tattoo? <laughs> What's that mean? You, you, no, you, I don't, why would I have a problem with someone getting a tattoo? You just said that you don't like he got the no, little... No, I, I don't have a problem with them getting it. I said I would have gotten, like, if I would get a championship yeah, well, yeah, tattoo, I would do, like... You had an issue with him having the tattoo. Like, oh, I don't. Old. No, I don't like the... I don't like oh, the... Oh, yeah, hold on. Y'all joint. always said that y'all ain't like he's older Jake, having I the... I literally <laughs> am the only person at the Let's table with tattoos. That. I have three of them. And I we said not. I'm not judging him getting it. I just said I would have done, like, a... I would have done, like, a like a Nuggets, like... Why are you going to say that? She did. Yes, I no, did. She did. She did. In the meeting today, y'all was y'all was clowning him how he had the tattoo. He's too old for that. And I was like, how y'all? I literally never said that. I made, I made, and that I made up. fun of Shay. Am I making like, that, that up? Yes. No. Why would I, I make? That. Why would I care if he had a tattoo? Y'all two. No, no. Y'all three. No, 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 y'all no, no, judged no. the most, and y'all was judging his tattoo. Wait before uh, the show started. Not judging. I'm the only person who has well, okay. tattoos at this table because well, I have three I'm of them. I'm happy that y'all are coming on this side of the Shady. non-judging people. Shady, stop acting like you don't judge. Mr. Prescott would like to have a word with you. Okay. <laughs> I don't judge. Pra- that. What? I don't, he's not. He's, he's okay quarterback. I say that he's okay. Those a lot of picks. That's. that's <laughs> I don't ever hate on that. Hating, uh, judging. Like the Celtics, they came up short in this postseason. But it looks like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown might be getting some help. Word on the street is another former All-Star is headed their way. You'll want to hear about this next on Speed. Oh, I like this. Oh, this is the, the non-judgment. I like 
Checking in on our social life, little breaking news. The Celtics Wizards Clippers are closing in on a trade, sending Christoph Porzingis to Boston, Malcolm Brogdon to L.A., and Marcus Morris in draft compensation to Washington. The huge news, obviously, is uh, very simple, that Christoph Porzingis would be joining the Celtics. Do you like that slit? Uh, I like it for Boston. Uh, Porzingis, they're not giving anything up, so they, they will get better. And I think that Porzingis has slowly but surely improved. He doesn't make him any tougher, though. Uh, I really like it for the Clippers. Malcolm Brogdon is exactly what they need in terms of a floor general and, and getting guys organized. And I feel sorry for Wizards fans because, man, are they going to be bad. Chris Stapps. Porzingis. Well, I've, never, why, I've never heard that. Why do they want to keep Malcolm? <laughs> I've never heard that song. What's that? Six, player Rock? of the year? Six man of the year? Why do they want to keep it, it costs too much. Cap casually. Yep. Yep. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Oh, nice job tuning in. We'll see y'all tomorrow.